0: Welcome to Live Capsules. I'm Onoche. Uh, Of course, on Live Capsules, remember, we share new Christian realities and just, you know, try to edify ourselves uh, in the Word of God. So today I want to be sharing um, along the lines of the finished work of Christ, the finished work of Christ. Now, if you've, you've studied scriptures and heard the word long enough, you may have come across the expression, the finished work of Christ. So what is the finished work of Christ. So, we'll be looking at that, you know, just getting into it, just learning a few things today along those lines. First, let's look at where the finishing basically started from. Now, um, you know, Jesus Christ, when he was talking to Nicodemus, first said in John 3, 16, that for God so loved the world, that in other words, this is how much God loved the world, that he sent his only begotten son, uh, that those who believe in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. In other words, he came, his son Jesus Christ came to die for us so that we would not perish in our sins, but we would be saved, and that we would have everlasting life. That's why he came. That was the purpose of him coming. But because before this, Adam and Adam had and Eve had fallen from grace. They had sinned. They had committed, well, basically high treason, and sin had entered the world through them. Right, so God needed life and peace to enter the world through another man. Uh, you know, Paul would describe him as the, the, the second Adam, you know, uh, or the second son, basically. That's Jesus Christ, you know. So, basically, that's what Jesus was trying to tell Nicodemus. So, sin is in the world, all right. Nothing we could do, we can do about that, but righteousness has come into the world through me, the Son. And anyone who believes in me will receive that righteousness and be free from sin, and death, and condemnation. So you know jesus had his his three-year ministry doing works teaching healing healing the sick raising the dead you know and all that and eventually he was crucified he was meant to be crucified a lot of sects would tell you that oh no jesus was just a good man doing good works and you know evil guys just crucified him no he was supposed to be crucified it's if you look at the um the gospel uh, the Gospels through the eyes of Matthew and well, through all of them actually, you would see that there are some things that Jesus Christ would do, and they would show you the scriptures that his actions were fulfilling at that time or whatever event it was. Well, even I, I think in um, the, the account of the crucifixion in Luke or, or Mark. Uh, when he said "And unto, the, unto you Lord I commit my spirits that was actually a scripture in Psalm 31 you know so a lot of things that Jesus Christ did were fulfilling scriptures scriptures foretold of him you know basically so yes Jesus Christ was meant to come as a, he was meant to be the word made flesh he was meant to come and die for our sins so the word made flesh was crucified he 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 hung on the cross for hours, and then finally, you know, and um, let me, I don't want to read the whole account, basically, so I'll just start from uh, the account of John chapter 19 from verse 28. I'll read all the way to verse 30. He says, after this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, look at that, all things were now accomplished everything that he had done from from the time his ministry started i don't want to go as far as his birth but even if from his birth all, those, all all a lot of things he did was a fulfillment of prophecy basically so even going to the cross was a fulfillment of prophecy so at this point he said after you know all things were now accomplished that the scripture might be fulfilled see again scriptures had foretold about him scriptures had said a lot of things about the Messiah the anointed one so the scriptures had to be accomplished and, and at this point they were right he said I first. in verse 29 now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there, and they filled the sponge with sour wine, put it on hyssop, and put it on his, uh, put it to his mouth. So when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, "It is finished," and bowing his head, he gave up the spirits. So what was finished? What was finished? The work that he came to do. Let's look at, um, let's look at First Corinthians chapter fifteen. 1 Corinthians chapter fifteen, from verse one. Paul here saying, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received. And in which you stand, by which you by which also you are saved, if you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you first of all that which I also received, that Christ died for your for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Now these things Christ did to save us. What is the salvation there? In most of the context, salvation is so so he rescued us, he delivered us. And what did he deliver us from? He delivered us deliver deliver us so so to speak from sin, from death, from the second death. You know what was what was left for us? Because when Adam sinned, what happened is that Adam's spirits died. Instantly, his body started now now gained the ability, so to speak, to begin to die. That's why you would hear that every day cells of your body are dying. It was not originally supposed to be so, but that's what it is now. You know, so the man started to die, right? And then we were now candidates for what is called the second death. The second death, meaning eternal separation from God, we will never be joined back to God if we allow that happen. You understand? So man began to die as well. You know, so basically that's what it was. That's what it was. That's what was happening, you know. But Jesus Christ had a God had a plan through Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ going to the cross, dying, being buried, and resurrecting to life was part of that plan. Now, let's let's back up again to that conversation I mentioned between um, Jesus and Nicodemus in John chapter three very very profound stuff where jesus told him i'm not going to start from reading from there but jesus christ because nicodemus first came to ask jesus said what must i what must we what must I do to be saved because nicodemus recognized something this man called jesus man he's teaching things i've never heard before this one must be the messiah so he asked what, what, what um okay what did he say let me see uh he said okay he came to jesus I said, Rabbi, do you know. We know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. So just answered and said, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God, right? So one has to be born again before he can see the kingdom of God. Then way down in, I'm reading from John chapter 3, by the way, way down in chapter 16, he says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Then in verse 17 he said for God did not send his son to um, he did not send his son to, to into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved he who believes in him is not condemned but he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God so in Jesus Christ is the only way of salvation From sin and damnation is only is the only way for for salvation from sin and death from condemnation he didn't send jesus christ to condemn the world it's like okay because if he did that means that there's no hope for us right it means that oh we the, the fullness of 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 our sin uh, it has reached the limit and now god has to come and clean up house but no jesus christ sent god uh, god sent jesus christ i beg your pardon to come into the world to salvage us to save us to rescue us from that intended destination, we were in a free fall. There was nothing we could do to stop it. Is it was it was what was destined to happen to us. But God saw it and said, "Hey, you know what? This guy shouldn't have to die. This guy shouldn't have to wallow in this kind of sin. This guy shouldn't have to face the final destination called the second death." And He sent Jesus Christ to pay for it. He sent Jesus Christ to save us from that damnation. I thought Jesus Christ was telling Nicodemus that even the person who does not believe is already condemned because a way out of sin has been made but you 've you refuse to receive it. The only way out of sin is not for you to confess all the sins you've committed since you were one year old to now that you're 60. No, the only way out is to receive the son. That's why the psalmist said, kiss the son lest he be angry, right? Kiss the son lest he be angry. Receive the son because the son is the only way into eternal life is the only way out of sin and death is the only way out of damnation right that's the only way out and that's the finished work is that jesus christ said hey i would and and like the serpents like the bronze serpent in the wilderness put upon the stick where everybody looked upon the serpents and were healed right jesus christ will be lifted up on a cross he said and he will draw all to himself he will draw all to himself because the his, the finish work basically is this hmm? The um in Romans chapter six verse twenty three it says that for the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. In other words, the salary of sin is death, right? What is a salary? Salary is a wage you earn. When you go, you go to work for a month, for, you know, just for a year, there is a particular amount of money or stipend that is given to you as, oh, this is recognition for the value that you have added to our company. That is what we owe you for the work that you have given to us. So it's a, an exchange, right? That's what a wage is. It's something that is due to you. So we, so were sinners, and the wage or the salary that was due to us was death somebody had to pay the wage your company pays your wage somebody had to pay the wages of sin originally it was us but hey the only way to pay for the wages of sin because we couldn't pay the the correct price was the second death where all we're going to be eternally separated from God but the one person that could pay those wages for us was Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ came and he paid the wage of sin He died for us on the cross. He was buried. And then, being that he is the master, he rose from the dead, resurrected to life. So what it means is that anybody who believes in him now is free from death, and not only that, can receive life. Right? So we receive life, we are free from death, we are free from sin and condemnation, if we receive jesus christ his finished work is paying the price for us and giving us access to eternal life so anyone who believes in the son is now free from death anyone who believes in the son will not perish but have everlasting life anyone who believes in the son is now born of god is now the righteousness of god you know he has now become part of god's family Right, So you, you, you don't have to be afraid of, oh, you know what's going to happen to me when I die. No. If you have received the Son, you have been freed from condemnation. You have been saved from sin and death. If you receive the Son, you have, you have come into eternal life. You have received the life of God. You know, so that's the the basic gist of the finished work of Christ. I'm gonna we'll still talk more about that in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to Life Capsule today. It's always a pleasure to share God's word with you. Always to a pleasure to to you know expose you know new creation realities. I think it's something that we need to know a lot of today. What is the Bible saying? concerning me and concerning what Christ has done for me. We'll keep looking into the scriptures in the subsequent episodes. For now, I have to say ciao. Thank you so much for listening and God bless you. If you have any feedback, please do um, buzz us, uh, give us a, a ring, you know, say something in the comment section. If you need any prayers, anything you want us to pray with you about. Also, you could leave that in the comments as well. Thank you again for listening. Till the next time, have a blessed day.